Hi, my name is Andrew Connard, your host for Preacher Stories. As a United Methodist preacher, I have the opportunity to hear all kinds of stories from our community, our congregation, as well as from some of my colleagues. On this show, I want to share with you interesting, inspiring, and meaningful stories, and I would love to hear yours. Do you have a story to tell? Would you like to help share your faith story with others? Maybe you know someone that would be great to have on the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Andrew Connard. That's A-N-D-R-E-W-C-O-N-A-R-D. Today on Preacher Stories, we have the opportunity to hear from Don Weedle. He's a member of the congregation at First United Methodist Church, and today you'll hear both a, an extended interview of our time together, as well as a shorter cut uh, that we'll be able to use during worship for one of our mission moments. I'm grateful for Don for being we- willing to share his story with you today. Let's take a listen. First of all, I just want to say thanks for um, being willing to try try this out, kind of an experiment. Um, and what I hope to do is to be able to help, um, just want to talk a little bit about your, your faith story. Um, and part of that is your experience with Jesus. Um, what, uh, how did you come to say, you know, I think I, I, think I want to follow Jesus. Um, people have all kinds of stories on that. Um, so what was that like for you, either growing up in the church or coming later in life, what, whatever it was like. Um, and then... I'm asking about the church. Uh, some people say their spiritual life is something that they that they do on their own. They don't find a, a meaning in, in connected with other people. Um, but what what has your church experience been like, and uh, and how and and what's meaningful about that? How did you come to connect with the church? Uh, and then this particular church. There's a lot of churches in El Dorado. Um, and what is it about First United Methodist Church, this particular congregation, that makes made you say, you know what? I think this is where. Um, where our where where my faith home is, um, and then finally, if if I was someone that didn't know any of those things, I didn't know Jesus and had never been to church before and, and hadn't been to First United Methodist Church, um, what is it about um, your experience with with uh, those uh, those things that you might want to say, hey, this has been really meaningful for me, um, and and would you would you join me? And I'll uh, then I'll, I'll kind of pretend to be someone that had never been to church before, and and you can practice that try that out um so that's uh does that sound all right sure what's the story of you coming to follow jesus how did that happen this has probably been a family tradition this has been a uh something that has come naturally in our family i had uh two both mom and dad were were very or quite conservative Mennonites growing up in a small town of Gossel and and it was um, something that we did from birth on I mean it was just a part of our life that we were in church in fact um, growing up we were in church it was a must that we were in church Sunday morning Sunday evening and Wednesday evening so it's pretty much a uh, tradition with with my family that uh, church was, if not the number one thing in our life, it was very important mm-hmm. as we grew up. 
is there are there in your growing up years sometimes people uh, uh, have a have a realization or a connection and kind of claiming faith for, for themselves and maybe not just something that their family did but that it was important for you Th- did you have a time like that in your life um not really i i can't think back to any one particular time we we grew up besides going to church we grew up a lot um attending tent meetings and maybe that's something that people nowadays don't even know what that is but billy graham type crusades and different crusades in tents and uh we uh i have a twin brother and therefore it was a little easier i guess to to do things like step out step forward Mm -hmm. and and say that I have accepted Christ as my personal Savior. We we did it together. I can remember back in a tent meeting. Oh, this this may have been when we were 10, 11 years old that we actually took this step and made it uh, obvious that we wanted to follow Jesus. Do you do you remember that? Uh, was it in the evening, or or can you describe what that was like? Well, as I remember, it was uh, it was in our hometown. Um, it was a probably a, a meeting of maybe 300 people. I it I can't remember who the minister was exactly, but uh, um, it was just one of the things that mom and dad suggested that because of the outward uh, expression of our faith, they thought it was important that we did this. It was probably something that we would have not done on our own. Um, if it would not have been for mom and dad to push us, but uh, I look back at that, and that was that was a good experience. It was an experience, you know, that you really stepped out and showed that you uh, wanted to follow Jesus. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, that uh, tent meetings uh, don't happen all the time in the same way like they used to. It seems exactly, but they were, as I remember, they were always a full house. No matter if the tent was for a hundred, it was there were a hundred and fifty people. If the tent was for two hundred, there was two hundred and fifty people. Mm. It was always full. <laughs> seemed like, yeah, yeah. So uh, then, the church you said grow, growing up in the Mennonite church. Uh, uh, what's your experience with church been like over the years? Um, you know, to be honest with you, I think if if church wasn't a part of our lives or my life, uh, it leaves a, a hole. Uh, I, I don't feel the same during the week. Um, there's there's something lacking if you if I cannot go to church because it's not only because it's something that I've done all my life. I don't think that's the only reason. I think the bigger reason would be that it just fulfills something that uh, that needs to be fulfilled to get you through the week it's like it's like uh energizing it's like filling your tank for the week um it's just it it's very important to me to be able to do that yeah. every every sunday and and uh choir at, at uh wednesday nights is helpful as well for uh, for living this type of a life a christian life how was it that you uh, came to First United Methodist Church? There's there's a lot of churches around here. What made you say that you know this particular congregation is is my home? 
You know, that's a good question, and, and the only way I can answer it is, my belief is that it could have been a Catholic church, it could have been a Mennonite church, it could have been a Presbyterian church, it could have been any type of church that, that uh, relates to the Christian life. Um, this particular church, we visited this church, we visited some other churches, we uh, attended a small church in Rosalia, a very small church. We, uh, we really looked for something a little bigger with, with uh, more people. We looked for something that uh, maybe had, and, and choir was important to us as well, both Ava and I. But uh, it could have been, I think, another church as well as the First United Methodist Church. But at that time, we, we felt, uh, when we visited, we felt like the people accepted us. There was a warm feeling, and we tried it a couple of Sundays, and basically just, I guess, uh, found this to be our home without any real big connection to it, as apart from the other churches. So, uh, and we've enjoyed it. We've liked it. Cool, nice, nice. Yeah, that's a. It's a. It's good to hear those parts of your story. Now, uh, if you were to put those together, maybe take a, a, a just a sentence or two from about your uh, experience with Jesus, with the church, and this particular church, um, and then inviting someone um, to say, "Hey, maybe you want to want to join me at First United Methodist Church, or maybe you'd want to." Um, to know a little bit more about Jesus. So how would you put those things together and um, and maybe maybe invite someone? So pretend that I'm I'm somebody that's never been to church before. We we're we're friends maybe, and and uh, and I say something like, hey, you know, Don, I just every Sunday you go to I I know that you go to church, and uh, some days it's really great for golfing. Uh, but what what makes you think say, hey, oh, you know, instead of the golf course, I I, I want to do that every week. That's an interesting question because I have family members that do not attend church very regularly and I've uh, visited with them uh, about coming to church, about the necessity really for coming to church and the journey, your life's journey without the church can really... um, can really be fairly empty, in my opinion. But in, I, I think in, in inviting someone to this church, we have so many opportunities to serve. We have um, opportunities on committees. We have opportunities to sing. We have opportunities to do physical labor. We have opportunity, all kinds of opportunities here. And I think that, that, that relationship in different, in different ways whether it's in speaking or whether it's in singing or whether it's in working, um, there's just a lot of potential here. Mm-hmm. And uh, another thing, very honestly, is I have, I've appreciated Pastor Andrew very much so in what he's taught me and both uh, as a person and as a minister. Mm-hmm. And uh, I appreciate that very much. So there's just so many opportunities, I think, in this church as well as other churches. I don't mean to say that other churches wouldn't have those kind of opportunities, but uh, 
there are a lot of opportunities here, and, and it's, it's uh, through those opportunities and through those relationships, I think the relationship with God is stronger. Well, that sounds pretty good. I, I might be interested in serving. How, how would I? How would I get connected there? Well, I would say the first person would be Pastor Andrew to contact him. He uh, sits in on most of the meetings when he can and when he has time to do that. So, he or Valicia would be available in the office as well as Marcy, the uh, office manager. Um, and that might be the first contact is to contact Marcy in the office, and uh, she can she can certainly uh, lead you in in whatever direction you want to go. Cool, good, nice. How was that? That was good. Not bad. Have you had conversations like that before with with someone that hadn't gone to church? You know that's interesting because I get I'm in an old man's breakfast at McDonald's usually and we get on topics like that we get on different topics about the church and about different churches and and what's going on in our church um it was in, it's interesting the the blessing box was a big conversation when we first put it in because everybody wanted to know what's what is a blessing box and how does it work and you surely lock the doors to the blessing box no we don't so um I've had those conversations at breakfast and and with my own kids and my own family. So it's uh you know it's not the easiest thing for me to do, but uh once you once you relate to this kind of conversation, it uh it's good. It's all good. Cool. Thanks, Don. Yep. Thank you. That was the extended interview with Don, and now I want to share with you an edited version, uh, a little bit shorter to focus on Don's story. Let's take a listen. This has probably been a family tradition. This has been a, something that has come naturally in our family. Both mom and dad were very or quite conservative Mennonites growing up in a small town of Gossel, and, and it was something that we did from birth on. We grew up, besides going to church, we grew up a lot attending tent meetings, and maybe that's something that people nowadays don't even know what that is, but Billy Graham-type crusades and different crusades in tents. I have a twin brother, and therefore it was a little easier, I guess, to to do things like step out, step forward, and, and say that I have accepted Christ as my personal Savior. We, we did it together. I can remember back in a tent meeting, oh, this, this may have been when we were 10, 11 years old, that we actually took this step and made it uh, obvious that we wanted to follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, to be honest with you, I think if, if church wasn't a part of our lives or my life, uh, it leaves a, 
a whole. Uh, I, I don't feel the same during the week. There's there's something lacking if you if I cannot go to church because it's not only because it's something that I've done all my life. I don't think that's the only reason. I think the bigger reason would be that it just fulfills something that needs to be fulfilled to get you through the week. It's like energizing. It's like filling your tank for the week. Um, it's just it. It's very important to me. I think in in inviting someone to this church, we have so many opportunities to serve. We have opportunities on committees. We have opportunities to sing. We have opportunities to do physical labor. We have opportunity all kinds of opportunities here. And I think that 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 relationship in different in different ways, whether it's in speaking or whether it's in singing or whether it's in working. There's just a lot of potential here. Through those opportunities and through those relationships, I think the relationship with God is stronger. That does it for another edition of the Preacher Stories podcast. I want to thank Don for being willing to share his story. Um, It's great to hear people's story of faith, how they came to it, and how they're sharing it with others. As far as this podcast goes, if you've enjoyed it, I hope that you'll tell your friends about it. If you haven't already, you can subscribe wherever you're listening to it now. Just hit that subscribe button so that you won't miss an episode. Finally, take a moment to give us a quick rating and review. Uh, This helps other people discover the show. You can connect with me on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at Andrew Connard. And I want to encourage you to keep listening to the stories of others and be ready to share your own. I'm Andrew Connard, and this is Preacher Stories. Preacher Stories.